All righty, welcome back to another episode of Two Plane Sports. Today, another commitment, as Brandon always says, this does not suck. Um, Oklahoma adds 2024 uh, three-star safety, Michael Patterson-McDonald out of the state of Oklahoma, so keeping an in-state talent in-state. Uh, but before we talk about him, be sure to like, subscribe, turn the notification bell on, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple, Spotify, and TikTok. Everything's linked in the description below. And be sure to catch us tomorrow on Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central, or for our weekly live stream. Be sure to join us. Let's talk about Michael Patterson McDonald there. Any questions, just hang out and talk about Jose shaving his beard when Oklahoma gets the number four class in the country. So, no, it's uh, top three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, Oklahoma adds uh, the, the talented safety. From Oklahoma City, Westmore High School, 5'10", 175 pounds. Seems to be, seems to me, and I think you guys would agree, that this was a long time coming. Um, it seemed like all signs pointed towards Oklahoma once Oklahoma um, kind of really made him a priority. And obviously with all the connections that Michael Patterson-McDonald has with Xavier Robinson, David Stone, who's now got a commitment date, this is a huge commitment to Oklahoma for a multiple of reasons. Jose, what do you think? So to focus on Michael first, he he is a huge addition, like you mentioned, keeping the in-state kids in the state. So a lot of Oklahoma fans should be happier because it's been something that even in the last couple of years under Brent Venables, people have complained about saying it's not good enough. Um, and looking back at last year's <clears throat> in-state products, didn't keep very many of them. The, the biggest fish they kept was Jacoby Johnson. <clears throat> so getting better for sure. But when you look at him as a player, he's very talented when it comes to tackling in the open field. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in that defensive back room. It is is going to be a stacked safety uh, position. Even if he plays corner, it's very talented position group there so if he can get on the field that just shows how maybe underrated he is again when you look at okay preps kids sometimes their stats look way better or are way better than what their ranking supports it to be you know someone like Xavier Robinson's the first one that comes to mind when you look at stats versus ranking he's probably got some of the best stats and stats in the country when it comes to running back and is only a three-star um, so it, it's good to keep him here. And then like you mentioned, the, the other big reason why it's big for him to be committed to Oklahoma is his friend group, you know, that they, that has come up together in, in football with David Stone, Gazebe Robinson, who's not, you know, on the, with this recruiting class already. Then another running back in Caden Durham, who a couple days ago, might be moving up his commitment date. That's not sure yet, but he did release his top three schools. Oklahoma's still in it. A lot of people believe LSU is probably the leader now, but you got to like that. You've got two of his friends committed to Oklahoma. If you really want to try to get just an absolutely loaded, th- this offensive group, I mean, not Michael aside, is, is kind of loaded. So if Caden commits, it'll be awesome. If not, uh, it would would have been great, but completely understand why he's not. Michael, though, is going to be interesting to see how he fits in overall. And, and it's exciting to keep these guys 
near um, or in the state of Oklahoma. So I just want to open up first by saying the Patriots are dog shit and they suck and they're one of the worst NFL teams in the league. That's from a pre-recording chat we had here. Um, but now, Hose, you said pretty much a lot of things that I wanted to say about Michael because I think his friend group was the first thing I was going to bring up. It does not suck at all that he's close with Xavier Robinson and David Stone and Caden Durham. That's only going to help Oklahoma's case with with David Stone. I think Caden Durham might be might be lost at this point. I might be finally switching over to Brum's bandwagon and, and thinking he's an LSU lean. It's going to happen there. But um, it doesn't suck that he's close with David Stone. That's it's only going to help us. And I was also going to draw that same comparison to Xavier Robinson you made because this kid, Michael Patterson McDonald, put up some very good numbers against some pretty damn good um, Oklahoma high school football teams. Like he's, he's making plays against Bixie. He's making plays against Owasso. He, he's he's not going to be a bad player. I think he's a little underrated. I mean, if you look at his numbers, the dude had over 100 tackles last season, eight pass breakups, and three interceptions. If he's doing that in Texas 6A, he's not a, he's, he's not a three-star player. So I think he's being a little bit hurt for whatever reason by playing in Oklahoma like like Xavier Robinson was. But um, it's going to be a big get for Oklahoma. He's joining, as you guys alluded to, a loaded safety room, a loaded defensive back room in general. Uh, so he's going to add talent to it, and he's going to help recruit some some big fish and you know specifically david stone uh so it's it's a big day for oklahoma it's a big day for the defense it means it's a good day it's a win and i think it's critical for oklahoma to get him you know in the boat and you know for the safety position because oklahoma's also going after uh, michael boganowski um and obviously last last cycle the safety position they recruited it well with uh, Peyton Bowen and McCarty Vickers, and they they attracted a lot of talent at that at that position. But it's young, and you need to continue to backfill that. So whenever you know in the next year or two, you have ample depth, and as people are graduating, you're not having a tremendous drop off like Oklahoma experienced last football season, where it, it was it was bad. If anyone got tired and, and everything else, so getting him in the boat, I think, is huge because. Michael Boganowski, as we're recording this, seems to, you know, he hasn't made his decision to go play, you know, whether it's Oklahoma or elsewhere. It just seems like, you know, it could be 50-50 with where he's going to go. So the fact that you're able to get one safety in the boat right now, I think is is big. And I think it's something that Brandon Hall and uh, Brent Venables and and their staff really felt like they needed to lock down. And I'm glad that they didn't – you know, with a guy like being in-state, you know, with the previous staff, it always seemed like if it was a lower-rated guy in, in-state and you had other options elsewhere and you kind of put all your eggs in one basket, um, and then if it blows up and they go elsewhere, then you try to circle back around with the, you know, the lower-rated kid, you know, in-state, and you think you can just win them over. Well, who, who's to say if Oklahoma would have done that and they would have lost out on another top safety? Michael Patterson-McDonald might be going elsewhere at this point. And I think that Oklahoma, by by taking you know almost a for sure, I hate to say for sure thing, but sometimes taking the safer route is the way to go, and that and that player can grow into the player you want it to you know want him to be and develop him. And I I think that's critical that you're not going to land five stars at every position in every class. It just isn't realistic. And I, I like the approach that you're keeping the in-state kid and obviously the connection to David Stone obviously helps as well. I just think the in-state kids, it means more sometimes, especially if Michael Patterson McDonald grew up in the Oklahoma City area, if he went to more schools his whole life. I mean, he's literally in, in in the backyard of the Sooners. He probably grew up seeing 
Oklahoma shit everywhere. He probably grew up watching the Sooners. It, it might mean more to two kids like that. And I think Oklahoma did a good job last year in keeping Gentry Williams in state, keeping, as I was mentioned, Jacoby Johnson in state. We lost out on Micah Tease, but in you know, it's it's big to win the in-state kids, and I'm glad we got Michael Patterson McDonald. I just think it's it's always good to to, to land all the in-state kids. Definitely. So, Jose, you got anything to add, or, or is that about it? That's basically it. I'd just be interested to see. Well, I, I guess I was thinking about just the entire defensive back group this recruiting cycle because we mentioned it. Like 2022, you got Gentry, you got Jaden Rowe, uh, Robert Spears Jennings. Those are just the ones that come off the top of my head. And then 23, you had Peyton Bowen, uh, Makari Vickers, Josiah Wagner. Now this year, you have Jeremiah Newcomb, who was the first commit in the class, Jaden Hardy, who was also a safety. Michael Patterson, McDonald. Like uh, I might be missing one, but this is just off the top of my head. Like, how much more talent do they need, and do or do they go after? Because they have missed it on a couple when it comes to corners. I mean, uh, Marcel Williams, I think, was the kid that ended up going to USC because he's from LA. Uh, one that a, a guy Oklahoma was going after. Like, are we going to be seeing a lot more? of the corner recruiting now or have they decided kind of like what will this year's DB class be kind of the same as last year's wide receiver class when it comes to you don't need a you might not not have gotten a ton because you really like the talent that's there and then next year we'll see a huge jump in getting a ton of DBs because three doesn't seem like a lot when you mix them in as safety and corners. Yeah, I, I think the other guy that comes to my mind that they're going to try to end up getting is obviously Michael Boganowski, and then also Eli Bowen is out there too. Um, you know, so I, I think those two, if you land those two in addition to what you have already with Hardy and now uh, Patterson McDonald um, and Newcomb, I think that's pretty much the class, I would think, um, in an ideal world. And then if Boganowski goes elsewhere, I I feel like they're going to go after some, I think they're going to take five regardless, um, you know, between this corners and safeties and, you know, depending on how the season goes, of course, someone gets hurt transfer portal, you know, the feeling throughout the season, I feel like you can also get a feel for that. Um, as the season goes, like guys that might transfer out and things like that, but, you know, stay, taking a step back, looking at it as a whole, this is the last day of July. Um, the month of July and, you know, June and July have been great for Oklahoma being a top 15 class. Now the number 15 class according to two, four, seven with some big fish still out there rolling into um, what we like to say, July 33rd and 32nd. But, um, you know, going into August as the season is approaching Oklahoma's in prime position to rocket up into that top seven, six, five, even, you know, like talking about three or four, um, you know, we've got some commitments out there, uh, commitment dates and things like that are looking pretty good for Oklahoma. So just taking a step back, this is kind of the cherry on top of the month, the true month of July as we roll into August. Um, but I, I think Oklahoma's still in line to pick up a handful of more recruits, um, you know, being at now, what are they? They're at uh, 17 commits at this point. So I think they could easily pick up another Four, three or four, probably in the month of August, and be at about 20, 21 commits going, you know, before the first game of the year. And I think that's all you can ask for. Um, basically, having your class pretty much solidified at this point. Um, so it's just kind of some overall thoughts. 
But so it's time to land the big fish on the D line and we're good to go. Call it a recruiting class. Yep. And you still got Nigel Smith who will be in Braden Platt. They're both in September, I believe. So um still some guys that'll be out in September and even going into later in the season. So but that's all I've got. Brandon, obviously you've got the individual challenge. I'd imagine it's uh just Michael Patterson McDonald thoughts. Yep. It's always easy one on videos like this. Unless you guys have anything to add on that. No. No, I, I don't. So, again, as you always say, Brandon, today does not suck. Uh, the cherry on top of the month of July. T-shirts coming. T-shirts are in the works. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, turn the notification bell on, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple, Spotify, and TikTok. Everything's linked in the description below. And remember, tomorrow night, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central, we're going to be going live for our weekly live stream. Uh, be sure to turn the notification bell so you know when we go live. And we will see you guys then.